0: It's time for the Renewal of the Mind Radio program with Father Patrick Gagno. And here's your host, John Stockwell. Thank
1: you, Austin. The Renewal of, of the Mind Radio program is back on the air
2: today. Father Patrick. I can feel it today. It's going to be a great show. What's going on? We are going to get into intimacy with the Lord and our identity as disciples. We have taken an awesome journey. We just came out of a four-part series about the big picture, yes. the the story of salvation that we are continually... Uh, living out in our day-to-day relationship with Jesus. So today's episode, we want to get into how intimacy with the Lord and our identity absolutely changes the way we live our lives. How's that sound, John?
1: That sounds fantastic, and it sounds like something the world needs today. So I'm looking forward to this.
2: Awesome. Hey, I'd love to put you on the spot, John, as we yes. are about to say an opening prayer. Before that, yeah. John, what's one of the happiest memories of your life? One of the happiest
1: memories of my life is, uh, had to be when my son was born. Ah. And uh, the boy is you know. The call boy it. <laughs> and uh, it it changed my life because I stopped thinking about myself and started living mm. for someone else. And um he was I was 40 when he was born, so I was older. Uh wow. so it was uh it it changed my life uh in a in a wonderful way and wow. Again, totally changed my focus from being self-centered to looking outward.
2: Our our desire friends that are listening and uh, enjoying the presence of the Lord with us, is that these programs would truly be Holy Spirit-filled and an instrument that the Lord uses to stir our hearts for renewal and to even uh, teach and and equip us to to live more fully in the Holy Spirit, letting the the atmosphere, the love of heaven pour out of us. And I think that John, I I just put him on the spot, friends, really quickly and said, what's one of your happiest memories? And he goes right to the birth of his son. And I picture John looking at at the face of his son and what was that like when you looked at the face of your son
1: I remember he was just you know when a baby is first born he was like really squishy and uh his his head was kind of like when the baby first comes out the head is like yeah, not round still, it, mm-hmm. it still needs to yeah. become round and i remember just looking at him this little this little human being that just just appeared in front of me and i i don't know it was just seeing his face was just something that you, that you can't explain when yeah. you first see it. You, you can't believe it. And it's really what I found is two or three months later is when you really start to appreciate the wonder of it all because those first few months, and a lot of people don't tell you this as a new parent, can be extremely difficult mm. and shocking. You know, you are thrown for a loop yeah. with having to take care of, of this human being. So I found about like three months into it, the, the true wonder of it all, Wow, really came to me.
2: As as we get into identity and intimacy, yeah. I'm sure that the spirit has anointed this uh this memory of yours. Let's jump right in in the name yeah. of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the Aaronic blessing. When you told Moses to tell his brother Aaron as is recorded in <laughs> Numbers chapter 6, say these words over the Israelites and I will bless them and a part of that prayer, Father, is may the Lord bless you, may He keep you, may He make His face to shine upon you. And Father, we know that when we look at the face of a baby and we see a baby smile, or we hold a baby and we smile at a baby, we know what it is to have a shining face. It's a smiling, loving face. And thank you for John's son and bringing us to that moment. Even though we're on airwaves, we can picture a father holding his baby boy, smiling over him, loving him. And Father, we believe that that's how you look at us as beloved sons and daughters. And as we dive in this episode into the truth of who Jesus has brought us, to be in this family of God as sons and daughters that you want to smile on us and touch our hearts and refresh us. We believe, Father, that you're going to break depression and anxiety off of people who hear this, that you're going to restore hearts and minds and hope and optimism is going to rise because people are going to hear this and say, I am a beloved son who the Father is smiling on. So, Father, bring it on. We love you and we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen and mary mother of god queen of pentecost pray Pray for us. us and all you angels and saints please Pray for us. us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, can, can
1: I ask a question now mm. before we get rolling? Mm. Now would we have More. to have, would we have to start the program again if when you asked me that question, instead of the birth of my son I would have said when Jimmy Johnson won his seventh NASCAR title?
2: No, no, I mean Are you we, sure? Could you, you work know. with that? That that would have uh, you know I probably off off when we're off there I'd be like John you need to pray your holy hour before we record the program. <laughs> <You> know, <but laughs> Just are kidding? I mean, God are can you, work with it. Are you
1: proud of me? I'm actually growing up. That's my first thought. I was going to throw you something awesome. like that, but I said no. Let's no. let, let, let's be legit.
2: But, you're the funny one. You've got to be, and you're helping me grow my but humor. I tell you that After that seventh
1: great. NASCAR title that was impressive. Meow.
2: Well, yeah, there was that one Daytona 500 I was excited about, just that one when I was a kid, and then and I moved on you know to monster trucks.
1: Go, go to a race, and you'll be hooked. And bring there's your Bible. N- there's, yeah, there's nothing like it.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. So as we look at identity and intimacy today, I'm... And not just look at it as we experience it. We we never want these programs to just be just content, but we want it to be contact with the living God. And, you know, I'm so fascinated when I read the pages of the Gospels that the story of Jesus, it's this living portrait that when we read it with faith, it comes to life. We get to step into the Gospels and learn from Jesus as, as we walk and talk with Him and watch the various scenes of Scripture. And I'm, I'm so fascinated at how Jesus utterly changed people's lives. And we, we had the chance to share our testimonies a little bit a few weeks ago. And it, it, it is always good to remember that He changes everything that he absolutely changes everything. And there's a passage in John's Gospel that I think describes the fundamental change that Jesus is aiming for in the life of every disciple that just sets it all off. Back in John's prologue, which is amazing, we remember the Gospel symbol for John is the eagle because his high Christology right out of the gate of, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. And what came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. We fast forward a little bit, and we hear that in verse 6, a man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light, We can hear quietly in the background, John 8, when Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Back to this passage, verse 9. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. And we jump to verse 12. To those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And once more, to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. John, I sometimes feel like we can get, um, you know, inoculated over the, uh, from the true power of the gospel. And these words, to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children. Children of God, to those who believe in his name, that we are living with an identity, a reality that is a real experience of being a son or a daughter of God because we accept and believe in Jesus as the Lord of our lives. That's right. Time for a break. Time that for was, a donut. What happened? Where'd time go? That was good.
0: Don't touch that dial. The Renewal of the Mind radio program. We'll be right back.
2: This is Katie Hughes from Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry. I want to welcome you. If you like what you're hearing today on Spirit Filled Radio, please consider a monthly donation or a one time donation. You can visit SpiritFilledMedia.org, that's SpiritFilledMedia.org, and donate right there on the homepage. Thank you so much and God bless you for your generosity, love, prayers, and support. Please pray for our spirit filled radio as we endeavor to spread the good news across the world. And most importantly, please pray for us.
0: And now back to the Renewal of the Mind radio program with Father Patrick Gagneau and your host john stockwell thank you austin this program is a production
1: of corpus christi catholic community in detroit michigan visit us on the web click on catholic.com send us an email renewal at gmail.com and if you're ever on those youtubes or facebook's check out our renewal of the mind daily devotional with patrick Gagno, a video where father patrick will coming to your home every day every
2: morning 90 seconds or the pizza's free we keep it short <laughs> we take one scripture and have a renewal of the mind principle that right i challenge myself and anybody who wants to try it to carry with them throughout the day and today is just for example the day we're recording this is jesus it's a, the gospel is about forgiveness yes and so the little prayer i have for the day is jesus give me the grace to forgive Anybody I need to, and trusting the Holy Spirit will bring that to mind, and right. then we apply the truth of the gospel, boom, that it allows us to have a renewed mind and live in the grace of of the Holy Spirit being in God's presence, a vessel. You know, we hold this treasure in earthen vessels, uh, Paul tells us, and really we get to, I mean, the treasure, it, God's presence is, as we lean more in and, and allow the teachings of Jesus to renew our mind, we get the grace of being pure of heart. It's a daily process, but that's why we have the daily devotional. It's one little extra tool to help. It jumped up a notch. Bam! Oh, hey, yeah. remember that line from John chapter 1, verse 12, to those right. verse 12, to those who accepted him, to those who believe in him, he gave the power yes. to become children of God. And we look across the the landscape of humanity, and so often two huge things are plaguing the, the soul and the mind of people. They don't have meaning to their life, and therefore they don't have purpose to their everyday lived experience. And God just strips that right out. When we have faith, we know the meaning of our life. As St. Paul said in uh, Ephesians, this meaning. I love when Paul says this, and Paul had quite a journey now when he says in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. I think it's the book of Sirach in the Old Testament. I need to look it up again, but in Sirach where the scriptures say it is easy for God to make a poor man rich in an instant, in an instant. And I just feel like someone right now who just heard those words, blessed be the the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. It's somebody who just heard those words. That in Christ we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. Someone just got rich really quick. Like hope rose. Oh, I have access to every blessing in the heavens. Praise the Lord. Verse 4. As he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. To be holy and without blemish before him. In love he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ in accord with the favor of his will those passages are nuts and Paul you know after his conversion comes to this revelation that I was the meaning of my life it's a gift and I was destined I was chosen by God before the foundation of the world that's the biblical idea that the biblical truth not just an idea a truth every life is God's idea we were chosen before the foundations of the world and paul getting this deep incredible meaning that i'm chosen by god i'm created by god i have a great purpose to my life of course to be an amazing apostle that the meaning and the purpose to our every moment every day life that is given to us in our identity as a beloved son or a beloved daughter and that identity is always renewed through intimacy john what's one of your favorite experiences of Experiencing you know intimacy with God, the the gift of being loved by God. I would have to say whenever I go to confession. Ooh, Come on now. And, um, and it, oh, I have the, to baby, baby.
1: yeah, I have to tell the listeners you know I'm not a priest or deacon or a religious right. I'm just telling you Pray my, for John. my my He's considering the diaconate. Keep going. This is true, but I go to confession once a week. Awesome. Um, I I highly recommend that if you can. But that is where I really experience the love of God when you leave that confessional and just. Maybe go wow. sit and pray for a little bit, but just to hear wow. the words, you know, your sins are gone. Mm. And it makes me realize that no matter what I've done, I can continue to go back to God and he will, as long as I repent, as long mm. as I am truly remorseful, he'll welcome me back. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I experienced, there's nothing like that I, I can it. compare anything to.
2: That's so beautiful. and, yeah, it's, but, and a, But
1: again, I just encourage wow. everybody, please go to confession, so just beautiful. please do it.
2: And, as a Catholic priest, my heart is just so filled to hear you say that. And I personally find in the confessional it is such an experience of God's love when I made my first confession in the midst of my conversion at the age of twenty seven after it was my second confession, and it was um, you know, my first one was at seven when I was making first communion, and I had so much serious sin, and I dumped it all out. And I remember the priest was so kind and loving, and he had a crucifix nearby. And he just pointed to the crucifix and explained that this is why Jesus died on the cross, so that you could be forgiven of your sins. And he just tied the sacrament of confession into the, the love story of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion and what he did for us on the cross. And that, that first confession of my adult life forever changed Like, it it just deeply impacted my perception. And as a priest... I just want people to experience the Father's embrace, and the devil, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, like, he loves to attack our identity and make people think that, like, because you did this, you you may be forgiven, and if you're forgiven, you're still damaged goods second rate, and that's just not true, the Father loves for us to be fully alive in our identity as a beloved son and a beloved daughter, and the world needs that, because that, Jesus says, is the light. Of the world, so John, you're also tapping into the reality that the sacrament of confession is rocket fuel for the life of holiness, just like the Eucharist, you know, mm-hmm. it's rocket fuel for the life of holiness, and confession particularly is sweet because the Lord speaks into your identity that I absolve you from your sins. That's not who you are. You're defined by my mercy. John, thank you for dropping a Holy Spirit bomb on us.
1: Hey, you're welcome. And something else I wanted to recommend to people, if you have a priest that you know well and feel comfortable talking Mm. to, set an appointment with them for a half hour or an hour and do a lifelong confession. Yeah. I've done that before. And um, all I did is we actually went through the commandments. Yeah, and just kind of you go through them one by one and you don't necessarily get into heavy detail, but you kind of just bring things out. And to me, that can be very rewarding as well. If you have a priest, you really know, say, hey, can I come and do a lifelong confession? Just kind of get everything out there. It's it's just <sighs> please do it.
2: I did it one time, um, you know, because once you do it, you don't have to do it again. Praise yes. <laughs> God. When it's done, it's done. I remember I did that. I wrote I had. I don't know how many pages on my notebook. And, uh, but I had, I think it was three front and back. Um, so I made, made the old life confession. <laughs> yes. And then it was so awesome when yeah. I was done. The priest, uh, in my, and the priest after I was done, he said, now I want you to take those pages and you go burn them. Cause right. it's done. So thank you. So I went to the old fireplace in my mom's basement and, uh, yeah. You just put them in there and just you know rejoiced in the in the in the holy fire. Well,
1: actually, she saved them. I'm about to post them on the internet. <laughs> we have them here. Uh, it's hey, part the, of the glory, man. The real FatherPatrick.com. It's a new a, a new website. Yes.
2: Oh, saved by grace. Thank <laughs> that you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It, oh my gosh, he is so good. Isn't thank he, you, Jesus? Yeah. That's why we love the crucifix. We just keep looking at it, and saying thank you. Yeah. remembering what he did for us. And I love what Mother Teresa said. When you look at the crucifix, you see how much he loved you. Then when you look at the Eucharist, you see how much he loved you now. Praise yeah. you, Jesus. One of my experiences of uh, of the love was uh, of God was, it was at a Life in the Spirit seminar in the seminary, and it was uh, in my, I think I was in my, oh gosh, I was in like my fifth year in the seminary. Uh, and this, this time for prayer for uh, for the grace of baptism and the holy spirit which you know pope benedict referred to as it's becoming aware of the grace we have received in baptism and confirmation you know the and that's a phrase to really meditate on what we have received in baptism and confirmation that we are temples of the holy spirit we're filled with god and uh i i got i receive prayer and I just became really, really weak on my feet, and I knew, like, I didn't fall over. Um, that's a blessed experience when that happens, but I knew, like, I can't stand, and I feel like I can't sit. Like, I need to be, like, horizontal right now, and I went, and I laid in the windowsill. There was this big windowsill, uh, and I went and I laid in a wooden windowsill. It was really comfortable. I'm, like, 6'4", and I just was able to stretch out in it, and I laid there. And uh, the sun was just pouring through the window. And the Father, I just experienced the Father, not just. The Father's love speaking to me. Showing me like when I was a child that I've always loved you. I've always loved you. You're my son. And this tender love of God the Father. And I remember, I can still feel the tears. uh, Just sweet tears just rolling down the eyes. That It is real. It is real. We have a father who loves us so passionately that he looked at each one of us. You know, he thought of us and and loved the idea of us. And then he looked at each one of us and he looked at his son, Jesus. And with this love, somehow in this communication between the father and the son, they made a decision that they're worth it. They're really worth it. And Jesus comes on this incredible rescue mission to die and rise for us that the love of the Father is intimately tied up with our love of Jesus, how the Father looks at us and says, Yes, this is my, my gift. I gave my Son to come for you, this incredible love of the Father. And I just pray as we are about to head to break that, Father, you would bless every listener right now with a fresh experience in the days to come, in the night as well. I pray for prophetic dreams that every listener would have deep experiences of the Father, the Father's love that He says you, you are his son he calls you by name he speaks your identity over you my beloved daughter sarah my beloved son jacob how he speaks your name and calls you by name and loves you father i pray that you give each listener each one of us a deep amazing life-changing revelation anew of how loved we are by you father that it's it's real
0: Don't touch that dial. The Renewal of the Mind radio program. We'll be right back.
1: It's Dick and Steve Greco, and we're so excited to talk to you about Spirit-Filled Media. You can get podcasts downloaded for free. Go to spiritfilledmedia.org. That's spiritfilledmedia.org. Know that we are here for you. Let us know what we can do. To bring Jesus closer to you.
0: And now back to the Renewal of the Mind Radio program with Father Patrick Gagnon and your host, John Stockwell. Thank you, Austin. Renewalradio
1: at gmail.com. If you want to write to us, visit us on the web, click on catholic.com. Father Patrick, we got about three and a half minutes. We're heading into the home stretch. What's going on?
2: I heard it through the grapevine. We try to get our Motown references in. That was Temptations great. Remember vine. the dancing raisins? So, and it makes me think of, yeah. But it makes me think of when Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Right. So we want to baptize every song that needs a good baptizing. You jumped up a notch. I am script. ready. I'm not literally taking CDs and putting them in holy water. So um, Sweet. CDs. I'm giving away my age. <laughs> hey, thank you for the sweet. That's always my favorite one. <laughs> yes. uh, so our identity, it's going to be attacked again and again. Jesus said that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And St. Peter says in his first letter that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. We know that Genesis chapter 3 gives us the playbook. When the devil shows up there, the serpent was the most cunning of all the animals, and he begins to question the woman. Did God really tell you not to eat from any of the trees in the garden and then, you know, she answers him and he says, you certainly will not die. No, God knows well that the moment you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God's who know what is good and what is bad. Two things, like, you know, getting her to question who, you know, what God has said to her, but then, then her identity, when you eat it, you will be like God's, like your identity. There's something missing. There's something more that you need. There's something that you need to take for yourself, this or that, and then when you look at, Uh, Matthew chapter four in the desert Jesus when the devil says to him if you're the son of God turn this stone into bread you know into bread trying to get him to question his identity and it happens sometimes we can start to value rate our own value on um you know how much money do I make uh how many you know uh, how many friends do I have on Facebook what's what uh. You know, how many miracles did I, if you love to pray for healing and prophetic words and stuff, we're going to talk a lot about that in the future, don't worry. Um, but how many times have I seen healing in the last month? Or how many good prophetic words did I get? Like, And we start to value ourselves on something other than the simple reality that the Father says, I love you, you're mine, I love you. And the way that the, that then that we're in trouble there, and the way that we keep our identity nurtured, safe, and well, is through intimacy. When Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, when you pray, go to your inner room. In the Greek, it's tamion. That's where you get the phrase uh, secret chamber, a prayer closet, that sort of thing. Go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. That idea of the Father who sees, it's blepo in Greek. It's to perceive. And it doesn't mean you have to be in a room by yourself, but that's great. It's great to pray with people too. But in, in prayer... With the Father gazing at you and you gazing at the Father, receiving His love and the love of Jesus and the love of the Holy Spirit, and just after that, Jesus will teach the apostles the the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father. It's an in intimacy with the Lord that we continue to to receive the revelation that keeps nurturing our identity. One last scripture, it's Colossians four two, when Paul says, "Be pray always and be watchful in it." And the Greek word there, "gregoreo," it's it's to watch either literally or figuratively. When you go to pray, look out, because he's ready to speak. He's ready to talk to you. He's ready to nurture your identity. It's through intimacy with God, the gift of prayer, that our identity is secured, and especially against attacks. And the world needs to see the joy of beloved sons and daughters who reveal their father who wants to bring them all into his family.
1: God bless you, friends. God bless you, Father. And that's so important. When you go to pray, be sure to listen. Amen.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Don't come with your laundry list. Just listen. Uh, It's so good to say, Holy Spirit guide me. He'll help you pray.
0: Woo! Okay. The Renewal of the Mind radio program is a production of Corpus Christi Catholic Community in Detroit, Michigan. Visit us on the web at clickoncatholic.com. Send us an email at renewalradio at gmail.com.
1: For more great program content just like this, hop on over to spiritfilledmedia.org.
0: That's spiritfilledmedia.org. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.